We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Swing and a drive, right field and deep. Back goes Aquino, it's got a chance, gone. Get out the tape measure, long gone. Fly the W! Cubs fans, it's time to fly the W with Dustin Rhodes and Paul Crawley Jean. Welcome in season one, episode four of Fly the W podcast. This one we are calling Young Cubs Pitching Shines versus the Cardinals. I'm Dustin Rhodes, executive producer of the Mully and Haw show on 670 The Score, the official radio home of Cubs baseball. And as always, I am joined by my co-host, Paul Crawley Jean. Hey, Paul, hope you had a fantastic uh, last couple of days since we uh, last spoke. We've had five games since we uh, recorded a podcast between the Cardinals and the Cubs. And as always, that series delivered. It, like we said, toss out the toss out the standings. It's going to be a dogfight, and it was. I had a lot of fun. Uh, I watched 18 innings of baseball. I think it was 19 innings of baseball, but luckily I can only remember about uh, 14 of them. The last five I couldn't remember, but it's okay. They weren't that great for the Cubs. <laughs> Oh man, that's classic. So tell us, so you were on a rooftop for one game and the out and then in the bleachers for a second game. Yeah, we have our good friend Aiden at uh, Wrigley view rooftops. We were up there. Uh, we had the grand opening of the club 400 Chicago branch. And, uh, and then I was in the bleachers for game two of the doubleheader. So it was a lot of fun. And when I look at this weekend, I know, I said I wanted three wins. I think I went on record saying that, and 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 I I was ready. I had the audio ready, all queued up because it looked like it was going to happen, and it didn't in the last second. But you know, there were four pitchers that we saw, and three of them are really truly the future. When you think about Keegan Thompson, uh, I mean, four of them: Keegan Thompson, you had Matt Swarmer, you had Caleb Killian, and you had Justin Steele. So. It give you a glimpse, and, and and in my opinion, a positive glimpse of hopefully where we're going in the future. Absolutely right. Now, and the most, the coolest thing of the weekend was that they got to fly the W twice. So I was surprisingly okay with that. But then just like in the Sox series, I wanted more last night when they lost the fifth game and the series in, in extra innings. I, I wanted, I wanted more. I was getting... I was getting to be the fandom in me was just raging. I was so upset and we'll, we'll get to that game in a minute, but the, the best part of the whole thing was Killian. 
because that is one of the pieces that the Cubs got back as they traded away their core. And it's the first guy that we got to see at Wrigley in a big moment. I mean, Crawley, it wasn't just Wrigley. It was Wrigley. It was Cardinals. It was Saturday. And it was under the lights. And, oh, by the way, it was on national TV. And the kid came out, and he was absolutely fantastic for the first time out. Yeah, out of all the players, and we're going to have an interview with Patrick Mooney a little bit later on, but he was the most major league ready of all the players. Obviously, you know, Cody Hewer and uh, and uh, when you Nick Magical were major league ready, but for the young prospects, Keegan Thompson is going to the first of a wave that we're going to see, and he did not disappoint at all. No, he was he was really really good. He had a nice nice night. Um, the first inning, struck a couple guys out. Um, was able to get Goldschmidt out, who just absolutely was killing the Cubs most of the weekend. But yeah, great, great first outing. Why don't we why don't we take this one like we normally do, Cry? Let's go, let's go game by game. We go back to Thursday, game one. Cubs beat the Cardinals seven to five, the first fly the W of the uh of the of the weekend series. Tell us how uh tell us how you saw it, tell us how you broke it down. It was, that one was a fun one. And, and I laughed because we talked in episode three about the baskets and we had mm-hmm. two basket home runs mm-hmm. that ended up happening. Contreras got one at the first inning, I want to say. And then you had, uh, and then you had the Cardinals with, uh, with Harrison Bader hitting one in the ninth inning. So, you know, the key there is Keegan Thompson and this guy was not, you know, supposed to be a starter, but now he has, you know, been building up, every start trying to get a little bit further, trying to push the innings. And that's what he did. He went a career high five and a third innings and he was uh, into the sixth inning. He had 89 pitches were, which were high. Um, He was charged with three runs, but one of them came scored after his departure. So it was uh, somebody he left on base, but he just really, there's just a confidence about him. And, And I don't know about you, Dustin, but whenever it's a Keegan Thompson start, I feel confident. I feel like that's where I start to mark a W down saying I pencil that in, in my book. Well, right. And the other thing about a Keegan Thompson start, and this is what I think the Cubs are hoping for. And I know all the fans and our subscribers and listeners are hoping for like Keegan Thompson right now is a guy that I want to make sure I'm in front of the television or I've got the radio or I've got the Odyssey app. And I am listening to that game because I want to hear how he does. You're looking forward to him every fifth day. And I think that's important. He's getting these, he's getting these reps. He's getting these big situations, both at Wrigley and on the road. And that can only pay dividends down the road. Yeah. And, 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 and it's, 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 he has an interesting repertoire and, and, and he just, it doesn't seem like anything shakes him or phases him on the mound. He just has a confidence about him that I really, really like. And speaking of a guy with confidence, again, our guy, Kristen, Kristen Morell, right. He, Kept that hitting streak going. He's on base again. Contreras, red hot. Schwindel with a homer, Hap with a homer. So the guys that we've been depending on have kept it going. And then we move into Friday afternoon. Wrigley Field, Cubs Cardinals, and we've got Marcus Stroman, friend of the program, on the bump and uh, didn't exactly have his best day. And earlier that morning on the Mullion Haw show, Mark Grody was filling in for Haw. And I had mentioned that I had – this feeling that Stroman was going to have that Cubs moment. Like he had almost gotten there against the Sox on the Sunday and that he was going to have that moment where after he walked off the mound at Wrigley, I was going to say, now here we are. Marcus Stroman is a 
officially a Cub. And Grody's like, eh, I don't know. I see this game like 11 to three. I'm like, man, you are disrespecting Marcus <laughs> Stroman. And you know what? Marcus Stroman completely let me down. Yeah, it was not his best start, and he talked, you know, he's talked about it before that he really was affected by the lockout, but it definitely, uh, we, you and I talked in the last episode, I said there's two guys that really hit the heck out of Marcus Stroman, and they weren't smart, you know, one of them was Paul Goldschmidt, but hey, he hits everybody, but the other one was Dickerson, and, and, and you know, it, it was weird because when, when Stroman comes out, he looks like he's got them. It looks like a continuation of the White Sox start for the first couple innings. You know, and then all of a sudden the third inning comes and then the wheels completely fall off in the fourth inning. So he gave up three in the third and five in the fourth. That's eight runs right there. I mean, now you're putting your your offense in a real hole. So that was not great. No, and the Cubs, the the, the part other part about it is the Cubs got out to a three nothing lead. So right. they had the lead and he couldn't hold on to it. And I think it was, if not one of like the worst performance he's had, 10 hits, nine runs three home runs in that game. So that was really, really disappointing. Um, Jason Hayward played in that game. We were also asking uh, on the radio, how, how many at bats, how many games would Hayward start? Now I figured for sure he would definitely get a start in one of the two games on Saturday, but I was really curious to see. And he, he played a little bit more this weekend than I would have liked. I will tell you, it was just at this point, you have you can you can DFA him if you want, or you can keep him. But if you're going to keep him on the team, I don't want to see him in there unless he's a defensive replacement or unless he has some really incredible numbers. And I know this sounds bad, but you you had you were down what nine to four, which is bad, right? You know you don't want to be down nine to four, but all of a sudden the Cubs rally in the fifth inning, and they have the bases loaded, and all of a sudden uh, you you have Hayward come up. Wisdom struck out right before Hayward. But he just flies out into a double play ball. He he flied out, and then it, I think Donovan caught it, and he threw out Ortega at home. So it was like, why are you running in this situation? It was a stupid play. And, and, and again, you know, Hayward has his big opportunity, and he barely gets it past the infield. And, and all of a sudden, once that happened, the game's over. You know what I mean? You had a chance. You know, you get a big hit there. You get a double. You clear the bases. That, that completely then all of a sudden changes the situation. And instead, it just killed the inning, killed the momentum. You could hear the air go out of Wrigley Field, and that's that for game yeah, two. That's that. You're right. That That is that. Now, the other strange thing that happened in that game, before we move on, and, and Frank Schwindel was kind of a, a big piece this whole weekend, but Schwindel actually pitched in that game. <laughs> and he allowed, he allowed two home runs. So there was a crazy stat out there about he was like the first guy since like the 30s that in a in a series had hit two home runs and allowed two home runs in the same series. And I guess maybe I just I just have never been a fan of the position players pitching unless it's something they always wanted to do like a, a week or two ago. We saw that with the Cardinals where we saw Pujols pitch and we saw Molina pitch and it was almost kind of joking because both those guys might be wrapping their career up, but I'm just never a fan. I just think that's the kind of stuff that that's the ass grab that I just, I just cannot get on board with. And, and one thing it did prove is that the Cardinals hate fun. 
They are like the bad guy that pops the balloon of the little kid. You, you sit there, Schwindel, he, he gets, he retires the two first batters. And all I keep thinking is, oh my God, if he retires this side, you know, he's going to do the double thumbs up and he's going to be all pumped up. And instead they hit back-to-back jacks off him. So, you know, boo to the Cardinals for ruining the fun. And Jason Hayward left seven men on base that game. I mean, just cannot happen. I, I, yeah. I can't do it anymore. Yeah, that 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 then will leave a mark. All right, so now at this point, they've played two games. It's been a split. Game three was earlier on Saturday, Wrigley Field again, and we were going to see Swarmer make his second start, and he uh, he delivered, right, Crowley? Absolutely. When you talk about Swarmer, he went six innings in his first start. So against Milwaukee, let's see what the kid does in his second start. And you could, again, six innings pitch. He gave up two hits, one run two walks and five Ks. He gave up one home run, but that was his first major league win. But he has been a truly pleasant surprise because remember we want, when, when they called Swarmer up, we wanted Killian to get that start. And we're like, Oh, I was a Swarmer. What? Oh, well. And, And he kept the Cubs in it against the Brewers. They didn't lose because of him. And then he comes out and he dominates the Cardinals, you know, two hits through six innings. I'll take that's that against this card. I mean, that's a, that's a good lineup. They, there was no kind of Sunday lineup or, you know, we're going to kind of genuflect and get out of the way in game one. And then we're going to come back to game two. They, I mean, their good players were playing in that game. They were, they were absolutely positively there to win that one. And again, you know, two walks, five K's, you'll take that all the time. Two walks, five K's against that lineup. That was, that was absolutely fantastic. You know, Schwindel had the Homer. He had that funny, over the shoulder catch that was really good. Morell got on base yet again. So the vibes and the good times were rolling. And then came game four, second half of the doubleheader. And there it was Caleb Killian's debut out at Wrigley Field. And no other than Crawley was there for that game. Now, also, Crawley, make sure, tell everybody about how you decided which game to attend and buy tickets to and hang out in Wrigleyville, how you decided all that. Yeah. Um, my friend Stuart McVicker was open up club 400 in Chicago, which is a nice fun speakeasy that we're going to have to kind of hang out before the game. And so I knew I was going down there. And when I got wind that Killian was going to make the start, I wasn't sure if it was going to be game one or game two. And the second Ross made that announcement, I instantly bought bleacher tickets for game two because I, I did not want to miss that debut. So game one, like I said, we were at the Lakeview. Uh, we were on the Windy City rooftops right up there, right off the left field foul pole. And we had an absolute blast up there. And then game two, we were in the bleachers. And I, I've gone to a lot of debuts. I've been to KB's debut. I've been to all the home, like every time the home debuts happened, I've been there. Like obviously Javi started on the road. They like to start guys on the road, but I always like to be at their first game at Wrigley. And there's just a buzz that electrifies the crowd. You know, like, is this kid got what it takes? Is he, you know, is he, is he, is he the real deal? So it was so exciting to just kind of feel that again. It's been a while since I've, you know, you know, you've had this exciting debut call up. So he comes in and all of a sudden he just comes into that first inning. He strikes out the first two batters and then he saws off Goldschmidt's bat. Uh, he had a fastball touching 97 and the place just erupted. It was so much fun. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Yeah, I would have loved to have been there. I caught the game on Fox and had my phone in my back pocket and listened on the app at the same time. So it was a good it was a good time. You could almost feel that energy. And again, I thought, as I mentioned earlier, just to be able to perform like that with all those things. It wasn't just his first big league game. It was his first big league game at Wrigley Field against the Cardinals under the lights and on Fox. And he was able to meet that challenge. So that is really, really exciting for the future. Now, you know, he gets to the fourth inning and that's really the only real trouble that he had. He he lost his control a little bit. He lead off walk to Edmund. He got Gorman to fly out. Goldschmidt singles, Arenado walks, wild pitch, Edmund scores. Uh, and then Brendan Donovan, who tortured the Cubs all weekend, you know, he's going to be one of those future Cub killers, but he doubled the score two runs. But what I liked about it was he comes back in the fifth inning and he's able to give uh, David Ross one more inning. He gave up a single, but that was it. But, you know, he didn't fall apart, which I, you know, showed some composure in my mind. Absolutely right. Okay. So the Cubs went on to lose that game. So now we're heading into Sunday night baseball on the four letter network under the lights, of course, and the series is tied 2-2. So now you get greedy as a fan. Like I had said, okay, two wins, I'll be happy. Crawley, you predicted three, wanted three, and it looked like you had every chance, but uh, the game did not go the Cubs' way in the end. Talk about how you saw that one unfold. Well, you know, let's go with the good news first. Justin Steele, you know, I he had a rough outing last time, and I think he bounced back really well. Again, seven innings, he gave up seven hits, two runs only, though, one earned. Uh, three three walks and one K, but that I thought was a really, really good start for Justin Steele. So I was happy about that. Um, what bothered me the most about this game, this was this was a close game. Um, and, uh, you know, 2-2 through eight innings, you know, going into the eighth inning, it was a 2-2 game. But the Cubs, you know, let's just be honest, the Cardinals have a, a better team, a stronger team. And so you just can't make the little mistakes. And, and, and these, I hate to keep harping on it, but there was a couple of plays in the bottom of the first, you know, when you have a, a, a guy, a, an experienced pitcher, right? Uh, like Adam, like Wainwright on the mound. And all of a sudden in the first, he's struggling. You got to take advantage of that. So Morel grounds out, Wilson walks, half doubles, Schwindel flies out. So Contreras scores, but with two outs, Nico hits, uh, you know, when you, when you sit there, you have Hap at third, uh, Hap gets thrown out at third. You can't make the final out at, at get, getting thrown out at third. You just can't do that. Yeah, that's Little League stuff, right? Everybody knows that. You can't, you can't make that out at that point. Nope. Right. So Schwindel flies out with, with after Hap's double. So Contreras scores easily, but, but Hap's trying to make it to third, and he just gets gunned down. There's one there. Um, you know, Nico has looked great. I thought he looked great all series. Uh, but, but you know, once again, Edmund, Goldman, Schmidt, Arenado, those guys continued. But I want your opinion on this one, Dustin. Top of the fifth inning, right? You got two outs, and then Edmund and Goldschmidt hit back-to-back singles, okay? Next hitter is Arenado, and you, can, and you got two outs. The person that's going to follow Arenado is Albert Pujols. And I tweeted it out at the time at Crawley's Cubs. I tweeted, I'm like, oh, man, I don't know if I want to – face Arenado. I think I'd rather face Pujols, which if you'd have told me that 10 years ago, I would have thought crazy, but the guy needs a walker to get to home, to get to the batter's box. And 
sure enough, you know, Arenado singles to tie the game and Pujols grounds out. Game's tied at two. I don't know. What were you thinking on that yeah, one? I, I, I'm with you 100%. I'd have given him the four fingers and I'd have let him walk down to first base. Absolutely not what I have pitched to in that situation. Mm-mm. No, and, and, no problem. No, and, and if, and if, if Pujols would have bitten him, I'd have tipped my cap. But like you said, he doesn't run very well. So if he puts the ball on the ground, you get yourself out of the inning and he ended up grounding out. Right. And then you get to the bottom of the six. Uh, Wisdom hits a ground rule double with one out. Ortega singles. But then uh, he gets waved home and he's thrown out at home by Brandon Donovan, who made a great throw. But it's like you had one guy thrown out at third. Now you have another guy who's thrown out at the plate. Can't have. Let's get into that thrown out at the plate. Two two things there that, that really bothered me in the moment. First of all, I mean, Patrick Wisdom, while he is a really good athlete and a really good guy, I don't know that he's going to score from second to home on a ball hit not really that deep into right field. And they don't usually talk about this. And maybe you saw something in, in, on social media or somewhere else. But, I mean, was he sent? Did he not listen? Did he run through a stop? Because if he was waved home, that was a really bad coaching decision. It, that's way too aggressive at this point, in my opinion. And that was a great throw. It's a great catch. And, and Molina was in the perfect spot. And then not that it mattered, but why in the world would you try to appeal that? There was nothing wrong there. <laughs> you didn't block. What, what if you, what if you actually needed the appeal? It's yeah, I, before, I, I mean, I don't, I mean, was he trying, was Ross trying to slow the game down at that point? There was nothing to be gained there except to be laughed at. I mean, Molina was sitting there like rolling his eyes. Like, really? I was blocking the plate. Not, not even close. I mean, not even a little bit. I don't know why they did that at all. I, I, I think it's just a wing and a prayer, to be honest with you. I wish I could tell you, but, but again, Yachty's eye roll says it all. And I will usually not agree with Yachty Molina on anything. No. I rolled my eyes on that one too. Yeah. So he makes, he makes the out, he makes the out at home. Yeah. You get to the bottom of the eighth, you get back to back doubles by wisdom and PJ Higgins. Who's really, you know, done a great job with the opportunities he has. The Cubs are leading Dustin three to two after eight. And I am, like I said, I'm ready to tweet out and talk about how I said three wins. I didn't pull the flag out just yet, but I was so super excited. And then in the top of the ninth, the most, you know, Cardinal inning ever Harrison Bader with his flowing locks triples and then Molina's up, which scared the crap out of me, but nope, he little fly out, no big deal. But then the guy who I, I swear is just named after a candy bar, Lars Newt bar singles to tie it up, go into extras. You can have a lot of fun with that guy's name, but we'll, we'll leave that for later. Uh, on. You know, my biggest issue there Crowley was wick. Why is Wick in at that point? I mean, I get it. Like Robertson can't throw every day, but you kind of misused him earlier in the series when you brought him in in a three-three tie. Like the fans just so wanted to beat the Cardinals, and you have them on the ropes. And we're recording this on Monday, and they have today off, and then they're going to Baltimore. Okay, have Wick save the game in Baltimore if they're in a position to save the game. Like, it's Cubs-Cardinals. It's Sunday night baseball. You can win the series. Give me the real closer, not Wick. I got to tell you, I agree. It was frustrating. And, you know, 
just like the White Sox, you were right there into the ninth, about to close it out, and you can't seal the deal. And, and that's what's so frustrating. And then, you know, Rossi gets a little bit lucky because he puts Daniel Norris out in the top of the tenth to face the heart of the order. We're talking about Paul Goldschmidt, uh, Nolan Arenado, and this Gorman kid who's one of their top prospects that's supposed to be the next big thing. And unbelievable that he gets – Goldschmidt out looking, Arenado to fly out, and Gorman to strike out. And I'm like, oh, my God, you – I don't know if you saw this play. Gorman, a young kid, the strikeout happens. The ball gets away from uh, Wilson, and he's able – he didn't run out of the box. And Wilson was able to get it and beat the kid by like a step. If that kid was running out of the box after the called third strike or after the swinging third strike, uh, you know, that, that might have uh, – he would have reached. It would have changed things. So that was – Absolutely. That would have, a run would have scored. The game would have, uh, they would have had the lead uh, going into the top of the 10th, but they didn't. And you had Contreras. This is where you get frustrated again. Contreras is at second to start it off. You got your courtesy runner, whatever. Well, he, made the, ground, he made the last out, right? So he's supposed to last be out. out. Yep. So he's on second. Hap grounds out to advance him to third. Okay. So Wilson's at third with one out. Todd Frazier, uh, Frazier strikes out swinging. Wisdom walks and Higgins grounds out. So, you know, when you have a runner at third and one out and you can't get it in at that point, I'm like, okay, this is done. And then let's go further with what you're saying. Now he has Daniel Norris pitching a sec. You got away with it one time in the 10th. You weren't going to get away with it two times. That wasn't going right. to Well, I think at that point, I almost feel like he conceded like, oh my gosh, we got through the 10th. We let's get it here. Let's get the last wraps. Let's walk this thing off. Everybody will forget about every, everything else. And it just, it just didn't happen. So they, they listen, they lose the game. They lose the series, but there was, a, there was, there was more good Crowley, I think, than bad in this one. So I'm okay with it. I, I never thought I'd be okay losing two out of winning only two out of five against the Cardinals, but considering where the Cardinals are at and where the Cubs are at, I can actually stomach this one. Yeah, like I said, the, the, the seeing four young pitchers that should be a big part of your future, whether it's in the rotation or in the bullpen, uh, Christopher Morell extended his streak to 20 games on base. Uh, that's tying Rocco Bardelli. If you remember that name from Tampa Bay back in the days when they were still the devil rays, so there was a lot to be happy about. Just the the end result didn't work out. So, you know, uh, we'll see what happens. But hopefully, this young pitching continues to develop, and uh, and we go from there. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.